Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Girl Man Watch Kitchen. It's me, TJ, and I'm here with the spooktacular one, Jordan. How's it going, Jordan? Ooh, werewolf bar mitzvah. Spooky scary. Boys becoming men. Men becoming wolves. Uh, that's, that's one of my favorite Halloween songs from the drug. It's spooky season, buddy. Uh, we are officially uh, in it. Uh, welcome back to our second annual Halloween uh, spooktacular uh, of course, I'm I'm blowing in the wind at it again. That's how I should have been. Like, is, is that a ghost? But yeah, or or like or like just the wind, just a creepy wind. You know what I mean? Oh, like okay. A, it sounded like, like a, a, it sounded like a poorly performed karaoke track. No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> like a, like you know when the wind gets gets an attitude. You know, like ooh, you know, like that kind of thing. I ain't never had the wind try to seduce me <laughs> <You never laughs> like <had> that. <laughs> just why your wind sexy? Why you are you sexy? Imagine you're walking to the comic book store up there in 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 in, in the pit, and uh, and it's the wind. It's the like, pit. Ooh. Is that what you call in Pittsburgh now? The pit. Yeah, the pit. The pit. <laughs> so, um, I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. This is let's just let's just kick kick this second one off with a bang. Zombie outbreak happens. What's your plan? What do you mean? Uh, I don't know how else to phrase that. What what's your so, um, so no, drive to drive there's enough the country out, what are you doing? There's, there's enough country out here just north of the city and I know some I know some people's up there, right? I'd go there first where there's plenty of land, not very populated, right? GT get the fuck out of Dodge as quick as possible, right? Yeah. Were you about to were you about to GT were you about to GTFO but add Dodge in there, you couldn't figure out how to do it. <laughs> GTFBO FD. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. That was exactly what my brain did. Halfway through it, my brain was it's like, pull up, pull up. No. <laughs> you ever wander um, into a sentence, you're like, how do I get out of here? <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. I used to have a plan because there was this friend in high school uh, who um, his family had what we called the bat cave, which was in their, in their, di- in their kitchen slash dining room behind a mm. bookshelf. You moved a book, and there was a keyhole. And you put the key in there, you push it open. And they had all these semi-automatic guns and stuff like that. And we used to say, like, zombie apocalypse comes. That's where we're going to go. But uh, since that place is no longer shared by that family, um, I, I think I would, you know, every time I watch The Walking Dead, the times where they are most safe is when they're surrounded by a lot of land, right? So. Yeah. Okay. What about you? Solid option. It's, well, I'm just going to say it's it's refreshing to hear you not say like, oh, we're going to Walmart and we're just going to hold up there. It's like if movies have taught us anything, none of that shit works because, um, yeah, no, me, uh, my plan is 
go somewhere where there's water and I can have like water, like maybe like the West coast. It's just like, and honestly, the only reason I'd ever want to go to California is if there's a zombie outbreak. So it's like the West coast, just a whole bunch of water on one side. So all I got to do is worry about the other side and just mm-hmm. keep moving. Just keep, that's another thing. If movies, if the zombie movies have taught us anything, yeah, keep moving. Got to keep going. You can't stay stationary. I think. I think having a lot of land, I wouldn't necessarily count that as like staying stationary because you could theoretically, you know, move around the land and stuff. But yeah, I just gotta gotta keep moving. I probably get like an RV or something because um, you know there's going to be a whole bunch of cars lining the roads that we can just choose from. If the movies have taught us anything. Uh, once gas runs out, we just start walking, you know, once our legs give out, it's we it. just walk silently into that good, just crawl at that point, crawl silently into that good night and just say we gave it our all. Cause I do think that if the zombie outbreak happens, like, I mean, we're done. You know what I mean? I don't know. The movie, those have really terrible movie by what's his nuts on mm-hmm. Netflix about zombies in Las Vegas. Yeah, that movie was awful. But I equate the zombie outbreak to like when a Coke can explodes. You know what I mean? Like all the fizz is just, it's like it's it's over, you know? And like mm. zombies are like human fizz bubbling up from the surface and shit. <laughs> so, now, now so. Can, can you tell the people why we're talking about zombies real quick? Yes, talking about zombies. Uh, we watched uh, for the first movie in our uh, second annual uh, spooktacular series. We watched Paranorman. Paranorman. Uh, the 2012. Is it Leica? 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 Uh, the stop motion uh, movie, and uh, it's it's by all accounts a zombie movie, a zombie and a witch movie. Uh, so they, I think they do a pretty good job of of, of and a ghost movie. Yeah, and go, yeah, it's kind of got kind of got just about everything except for uh, like you know vampires and werewolves and stuff like that. Um, so yes, we wish you all a safe uh, and uh, uh, hellish uh, spooky season, but the fun kind of hellish, not like you know going into debt and you know car wrecks and all that kind of stuff. Like the good kind of going into debt. <laughs> you know I mean? I don't know. Well, I mean, you know, it, you know, I want everyone to you know know what I know what I mean when I say hellish. Um, yeah, wish you all a safe and fun spooky season. Things are opening back up, uh, so you know should be a little bit more active. Halloween, still stay safe, keep your masks on. I mean, you obviously have no excuse to not wear a mask for Halloween, right? Like, have a mask mm-hmm. on your face. What are you going? Which what are you going as? What are you going as? As Halloween? Yeah, I, I was about to ask you that. Look at look at us. Look at us. Wavelengths and everything stretching Wave all the way from here to the pit. You know what I mean? Um, oh my god. So. <laughs> I'm probably not going to call it the pit anymore after today. So just, just, just take thank, the hits, take those pit hits you. now, and then thank you, Jeebus. <laughs> uh, man, honestly, I don't know. I don't know. I know. Looking at my face, you're probably like, "Here you go, as a cowboy." But uh, I, I, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. Our Halloween costumes are often determined by what the kids are going to go as. So. Oh, man, I don't know what they're going to go with. What about you? What are, you, what are y'all going after? So I've been playing my Halloween costume for months now. And Tell them what you got. <laughs> so uh, me and the partner, we're going to go as variants of Loki. So I'm going to go as boastful Loki. I'm going to 3D print myself a boastful Loki hammer, which I need to start doing soon. And uh, I'm, I have a TBA jumpsuit coming in. 
that has a variant on the back. So I'm going to go as Boastful Loki uh, right after awesome. being caught by the TVA. And then mm-hmm. uh, boyfriend's going to go as Gator Loki. So we have a Loki helmet horns and it's going to have a Gator onesie. And so we're going to be Lokis for. That um, is absolutely adorable. Can I ask why Gator and Boastful specifically? Uh, Boastful Loki because he's black. Right. And so, oh, and then Gator Loki, because like, uh, aside aside from Kid Loki, um, the only other Loki variant that, you know, you'd probably want to be was the old school Loki. Mm -hmm. Um, But both of those have very elaborate costumes, right? And Gator Loki is seriously like, buy me a onesie and slap on some horns, right? Mm -hmm. So the thing is, whenever I do Halloween costumes, I. Uh, whenever I do costumes in general, I never do like a, let me rent something. I buy it. I right. fully buy it. Um, a, because um, that's not going to be the only time in my life where I want to have a costume. Right. Uh, and B, if you look at it, costume pieces to some extent are just clothes. Right. True. And so like we're going to the rent fair this weekend and he was like, hey, we can rent costumes. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. We are buying costume pieces. Mm-hmm. So that way, in the future, when we go, want to go to future rent fairs, we're like, cool, we have these like Renaissance-era right. pants, and we have this Renaissance-era shirt, and we have mm-hmm. this like spore. And keep, like, I was like, no, 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 no. We don't rent things. Right. We purchase them in this house. Mm-hmm. And this house, <laughs> we believe in ownership of costumes. God damn You it. married a theater person, goddamn. I was like, you need to oh, check wait, yourself no. before you rig your record. Got with a person. I got with you, nah. Mary. Yeah, let's. Talk. I'm gonna tell him what you said. I'm gonna tell him what you said. I'm gonna tell him. Uh, well, because that's that, that's that's what I would say to Kim. You married a theater person, so I I think I was putting my own. Are you in the, are you in the same boat though? Are you a rent costume or like got buy the stuff to put the costume? You got you got yeah. to buy and make them whatever you have to do to make sure that like you can have it forever. You know, because like honestly, yeah, you you, you never know. Also, Plus, written costumes something. is like that someone else has worn. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. You know, it's like who knows what they were doing. You know what I mean with this? Who knew? Who knows what they what they had going on? You know, they I, was I, jerking I, off, and you know it. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm not trying to. You know, wear a loincloth that someone played pocket pool in. You know, before before I got. Um. So. Yeah, I will say that for how even though we don't really know what we're going as, and even though a lot of it is determined by the kids, uh, I I'm feeling like I kind of want to go like classic with it this year. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'd love to do like like an old school like Dracula or Wolfman or or um, even like a mummy. You know, don't see a lot of mummy costumes lately. And honestly, watching this movie made me sort of think of like man like like old school like classic horror like uh, is it's always effective you know i think this movie does a great job of what a, what a fantastic way to kick off the season because i mean this this is like this is as kid horror as kid horror can get but it's the uh, next most oh, jesus ready? christ You, you literally up. scared the jeebus out of me. Yes. That was pretty freaky. 
Who's Rinky your- Dinky. Oh no. Who's ready? I am ready. Okay, we had um sorry I missed y'all on the last one. That's all uh, right. Are those snake bites clearing up? <laughs> oh. uh, but the the last trivia we had Jord won, right? <sighs> yes. Okay, maybe. Okay, I'll let's I'll cover that later. Jord. Yes. True or false? Mitch is the first openly gay character we see in an animated kids movie. It's like a mainstream animated kids movie. That is true. It is true. Go Mitch. Trailblazing yeah, himbo. <laughs> Mitch Blazing. Mitch Blazing. It doesn't have the same ring Mitch to Blazin. it. I also like that it was just like. Dropped in suddenly. Yeah. Like factual. You know, you know what it reminded me of? There's an episode of, and I want, I do want to talk about this moment when we talk about the plot, but there's that episode of South Park where they're like, do y'all remember this? Where they were like, they're, they were watching an episode on the show where like in that episode, they're finally going to, going to curse. They're going to say like a curse word. And, but in the episode, <laughs> remember in the South this. Park episode itself, they cursed a lot. They said shit and all that. And there was a counter. There was one time they said shit. So in the South Park episode, they cursed a lot, but in the, in the show that they're watching in the show, they're they they're watching it throughout, and then at the very end of the episode, the character on TV goes, "Hey, Mark, you got a little shit on your mouth there, buddy." <laughs> it's like that, that's what they were waiting for. <laughs> so I was watching it because I had never seen it, and I but and I but I didn't know that about it. <gasps> I I never seen. It. And this are is you studying at, before no, the I'm trivia not, segments? No, I, I knew that already. People talking about it. I mean that that's a big thing with this movie. All it has like the the bis the the, the first like you know, openly gay characters. So I thought that was me a big thing. I was like, I didn't know who it was. First off for a second, I was like, is it Norman? You know what I mean? And I was like, I didn't know what was going on. And at the very end, that line, I was like, Hey, that's kind of like that South Park episode. I was waiting for this to be a thing. And then it's like, anyway, it just is, you know, it just is. It just is. But we'll talk about it again because I do think it's a really cool moment. Oh, also spoiler <clears throat> alert. If you haven't seen the movie, I guess. Oh no. Gay people are a spoiler alert. Well, like the end of it's like <laughs> one kidding, of the last things you you got to stop saying hear. shit, dropping them brows like that because people think you're. Hey, I ain't got to stop. I ain't got to stop doing nothing. You're picking up some bad habits. This is who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. TJ, mm-hmm. what a do! Despite his best efforts to comb it down, Norman's hair is determined to spike up. Uh, primarily made from goat hair, how many spikes are in Norman's hair? A, 125, B, 275, or C, 350. What a variance in these questions. I get the question that, like, is just uh, everybody knows that. Okay, well, I ain't hate maybe, them. maybe wait until the end of the trivia segment to judge the uh, difficulty. 125. 125. Eh, 275. Jord. Yeah. Leslie Mann. Cody Smith McPhee, Anna Kendrick, and Jeff Garland all voice Norman and his family. Between the four, how many awards have they won? Uh, awards listed on IMDb, which I believe is limited to TV and film. Uh, A, 23. B, 41. Or C, 16. Between the four of them? Mm-hmm. Shit, and this is probably counting, like, 
award shows like in goddamn Burma or something. Um, I think maybe they do have some international. I don't know. I'm feeling good. What did you say? 41? I'm feeling good about 41. And 23. We've got Cody at three, Anna at 15, Jeff at three, and Leslie at two. I did not list like what they were. It was a lot of like a MTV Movie Awards and Kids Choice Awards for Anna because of the Twilight series. Mm-hmm. I wonder. Mm-hmm. I never looked at that section. I wonder like how does it? Because I'm thinking. Anna also, Kendrick like, was in the Twilight. Was in Twilight. Yeah. Are you? Is this? Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen those garbage ass movies. She she isn't one of the vampires, but she's like one of. What's her face's friends at school? So she's like one of the safe okay. roles. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like one of the roles. Okay. But in these movies, but also like not being known by them. Fun fact: she was filming one of the Twilights around the time that she was filming Up in the Air, and George Clooney did make fun of her for being in Twilight. But it's also like I'm sure she's laughing all the way to the bank, yeah. George. Also, like why not make fun of? I forget that she's an Up in the Air too. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and the kids are career just, up in the air. Is that why you're here? Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Like, I'm good, bro. Don't worry about me. Although like George Rick Ross stacks, you know what George I mean? George stands. Don't come for me. It's just something I read on the internet. So maybe it's not even true. I like George Clooney. Yeah. Yeah, you like TJ. Mm-hmm. True or false? Norman and Mitch do not have any dialogue between them in the movie. They don't talk to each other. True or false? False. And that's true. They don't. They don't she talk to each other. She tells him to drive the car. Well, according to IMDb, they have no lines between them. So take it up with. I'm right, Jordan. Right? He gets in the car and says, "How about we drive now?" I feel like that's more just like a general command, yeah. though, like to the car, full of like, yes. like, "Hey, we gotta go." But Mitch is the We're one like, driving. Okay. Hey, it's hot. Yeah. Mitch is the one driving, okay. though. But does Norman, like, is that obvious to Norman at that time? He's he doesn't car, say, like, yeah. Mitch, drive, you son of a bitch. I guess. I don't I don't trust that, but that's whatever. Well, right, Mr. D.B. George, yeah. First name I am. Why don't you I am Mr. D.B.? Oh, God. George. Yes. We find Melvin breakdancing to Dizzy Rascal's Fix up, look sharp. A modern classic. Everybody, if you're listening to this on Spotify, pause this for a second. Go stream that song. Do what? You're welcome. Come back. No. And finish I, this. Maybe wait until the episode's over. Okay. Or just don't forget. Don't forget. Go you stream. Not go anywhere. Go stream. <laughs> fix up, look sharp. It is a straight on, banger. I'm trying to get people to hop off this to go look at listen to something. Well, I mean. Anyway. We all know Dizzy is the shizzy, but do you know what country he comes from? Is it A, Australia, B, the U.S., or C, the U.K.? Shit. It's either Australia or the U.K. Six of one, really. Am I right? Um, No. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm going to say the U.K. It is the U.K., yes. And uh, his first album, Boy in the Corner, 2003. Very good album. Also won some awards. Just go go stream Dizzy Rascal after this episode, I guess. But don't forget, listeners, don't forget. I've given you homework. TJ. 
Mm-hmm. We all know stop motion is incredibly labor intensive and time consuming to create. Apparently, the bathroom sequence alone took one year to shoot. But what is the smallest animatable prop that was made for this movie? A. Sandra's perfume bottle. B. Courtney's phone. Or C. The action figure toy uh, that falls out of Norman's backpack. Uh, the action figure toy. Eh. Sandra's perfume bottle. That I guess she like sprays it on the zombie when they're in the car, and it actually um, works. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I, I was actually hoping it was that it was that um, that sidekick phone that <laughs> they had. Oh yeah. Ugh, brings back memories. I didn't get I didn't get Nam question right. Okay. Yeah, so after that, we've got TJ at zero, Jord at two. Who's ready for all the murders? All right. Did y'all realize that Anna Kendrick is in this? Yep. Mm -hmm. Uh, She has been in eight theatrically released musical movies. Name them. First one to not know one or get one wrong loses. I'll go to TJ first. Pitch perfect. George. The last five years. Okay, hang on. Let me let me like knock these off my list as y'all say I'm them. I'm proud of you for that one, Jordan. I'm proud of you for Jamie that. Jamie is over and Jamie's done. I didn't know that you jammed the last five years. Hold up. <laughs> TJ. Uh, into the woods. George. Trolls. TJ. Trolls too. I'm going to give you that as technically Trolls World Tour. <laughs> you but. know what I meant. Don't play with me. <laughs> George. Uh, Pitch Perfect 2. TJ. Pitch Perfect 3. Okay. George. I don't fucking know. Um, we said Into the Woods. We said. Yeah. I'm, what, there's like one left? Mm-hmm. Shit. It's probably some dumbass, like... Yeah, I don't know. Are you officially uh, giving up? Um, you officially taking the L? Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. All right. That means this week's winner is TJ. Congratulations. I didn't know we The final movie is Camp, which is her first movie. Oh, I forgot yeah. about what Camp. Here's oh, where I stand. Oh, I forgot about Here's camp. who I am. This motherfucker is busting movie. out songs from the movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, Don't you right. tell me who I've got to. Yeah, see, I never, I, I never would have got. I wouldn't even have come close to guessing that. Hmm. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Hmm. I forgot about camp for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know about camp until I made hey, this we list. Got, like the main one. So Anna Kendrick, we know you're listening. Yeah, we got you, bro. We know we fans. Yeah. <laughs> we fans. She's also we like stand. the the youngest or second youngest to be nominated for a Tony. Maybe. Um, don't fact check me on that one because I kind of read that fun fact and then uh, didn't really absorb you know, it. It's kind of hard for me to say that I'm a fan of Anna Kendrick and then be like, I forgot she was an up in the air. <laughs> I didn't know she was in Twilight. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> so, yeah, some of her um, biggest 
biggest ones. Although I feel like wasn't she like not the one of the main characters in Up in the Air because it was like George Clooney and oh. she was like some random flight attendant or something. She was there who kept seeing yeah it. yeah something like wasn't that. like you know a forgettable character. It wasn't like a main character. So kind of in between a supporting character. That's the word I'm looking for. Tertiary. We don't talk about tushies mm. on this podcast. <laughs> okay, fooled me. I've been on the wrong show. Uh, All right. Well, uh, congrats to TJ. Do we want to um, do like a like a winner takes all for Stuart no. Little because we we missed? I mean, like I give you one question and that I don't have prepared. And uh, no, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take my L of grace and then we can. Okay, so Stuart Little, Little is just like a like a dud, just, just like a, that movie. Just a just a just. A, <laughs> just a movie. Yep, you know what I mean. Yep. <laughs> just a, just like throwing a pencil down a hallway. You know what I mean? It's, it's gone. Okay, Don't that's enough. Well, of unless that. you that you know take someone's eye out with that pencil. Safety first, George. Fun second. Okay. I also don't know where that wow. extreme is. She said. She said, "Be better." Yeah, yeah. Don't be throwing pants off. Goddamn. No, for real though. You married an HR person. See, that's what it is. I tell her you married a third person. She's like, you married an HR person. Mm-hmm. Follow the rules. All right, TJ. Yep. Speaking of HR, I got to get back to that. Play me out. Her. Congratulations on your win. The first win of spooky season will now and forever belong to you. So, uh, yeah. You know what? A, I'm willing to take that win and go get a drink with it. Yeah, no. Uh, but I didn't want to say, no, I said, yeah, no, like me too. Sorry. You know, it's, sometimes I don't finish my points. And I, it's like I finish them. You ever do that? I finish them in my head, but I don't finish them out loud. So in my head, oh, I, I said... In my head, I said, yeah, no, let's go do that. But, like, I, I formed that sentence and said that sentence in my head. But my mouth said, yeah, no. Like, I'm telling you what to do in a weird way. But no, I, I just want to say. Jordan, I, you know how long I've been your friend, right? Yeah. <laughs> you sometimes like, piece it together. You're like, this motherfucker meant this. It's almost like I speak a different language. You, know? you do. <laughs> like, I speak. It's Morelish. <laughs> <laughs> He just dropped that in zombie. Um, anyway. <laughs> he said, he said he's hungry. That goddamn movie. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. You made me mad be all three. over again. Going to be a three. Get ready. You made me um, mad all over again. Look what you did. Before, before we, we, we go get our drinks. I did just want to uh, say regarding Paranorman, uh, kind of what I was saying before, uh, before Kim came uh, with the trivia is that like, this is kids horror a perfect example of kids horror, but like that classic horror, you know, and I yeah. off the top of my head, I can't think of a movie that captures that so well. So I enjoyed this it. movie's great. This movie's yeah. great for that. Not looking forward to talking right. about it. Um, yeah. It's time so, for us to go get our beverages. Yeah. Unless you're, uh, unless you're running from zombies and witches or in which case maybe, cause, uh, I, you know, your drink probably pairs well with them greasy pieces you get out of that vending machine. <laughs> <laughs> that shit that was so part. funny. That scene was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Greasy pieces. <laughs> See y'all back here. <clears throat> Bye.
And we are back. Jordan, how was your trip to the fridge? Um, underwhelmingly not fraught with zombies, but um, still nice. Still nice. Set an incantation. Got the beer. Worked out. How was yours? No, it was okay. It was okay. <laughs> no, it was it was good. It was solid. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I realized that this is my last beer in my house right now, which makes me feel weird yeah you gotta go you gotta go sort that out go 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 walk to the store so the wind can be like hey i don't want no sexy wind behind me. <laughs> it's terrifying what uh, uh, real quick everybody you might hear a different sound quality from jordan we realized that one of the mics that is the, the, the recording software switched over mics on him it's fine we're here yeah the other jordan sounded like shit so we went and got a new one um so we got a new jordan got a new one yeah well i don't want a new jordan i want my old jordan back well he sounds he sounded like shit so you got so you got me but hey i don't i don't say things like the pit what uh what are you drinking you just did <laughs> um, so speaking of the pit i know it's it's i know it's spoopy season yeah um and this should be the this is around the time where i do switch from my shandy seltzers and sours to brown ales and pumpkin beers and stuff like that right but I promised someone here that I wouldn't have my first pumpkin beer until I had it with them. So I'm holding out, and I'm just drinking the good old-fashioned yingling right now. Okay. What about you? Uh, well, I uh, quit drinking, so I'm just drinking a watermelon LaCroix. You so, quit drinking? No, I'm kidding. I have, uh, I'm drinking... <laughs> Uh, Shiner Oktoberfest. Um, I went to the store to see if they had any kind of like, I think it's still kind of a little bit too early, at least for the stores that are close by to us. You know, we don't live next to that like beer geek place that has like all these insane beers all the time. So as far as like the, like, you know, spooky beers and things and the Halloween themed stuff, those are probably going to come a little bit later down the pipe. But, uh, yeah, got some Shiner. They they, They flooded up here in the pit. Really? Probably like two, three weeks ago, actually. Oh wow! Yeah, we, where we move now. I mean, you know, we're we're so like we got two HEBs that are super close, and we got like some gas stations, but we don't have any like you know specialty beer places. We got to drive back to that other place. So, um, but yeah, so yeah, just a classic Oktoberfest. It's that time of year, so getting onto the thicker beers and everything so yeah let's uh let's talk all things uh paranormal i will say that i had not seen this movie prior to watching it for the episode uh it just it just passed me by and i mean i heard about it i heard i heard you know it was good and stuff like that um but yeah i uh i didn't uh just didn't see it um did you see this in theaters or rent it prior to I didn't see it in theaters. I saw it after the fact, after it hit uh, video and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. I, because of the thing that they're like, oh, there's a gay character in here. I was like, show me this representation. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that that's what got me. Cool. You know, I in wonder, there. TJ, because this came out in 2012. Um, came out in August of, of, of 2012. It premiered in Mexico first, which I thought was, was pretty cool. Um, I wonder if this was probably one of the last like movies people rented because didn't rental stores close down around like 2013, 2014. Like in, yeah. Now, okay. Now keep in mind, Redbox still exists. That's true. 
But I'm talking about like going to the actual. I'm fuzzy on the. It could be shit. It could be before that. But I, I don't know. Just a little random thought came into my head, and I was like, oh, I wonder if this is like one of the last like going to a movie, going into a video store and fuck crap. Um, anyway, um, yeah, it came out in 2012. It is a uh, stop motion. Um, and uh, the cool thing that I uh, think is they used uh, 3D color printers to create um, uh, the character faces. And, and oh, they did? That they, yeah. So, hey, man, you're sitting on one. You just you go ahead and make your movie, man. Um, I got me. I got me. I got me two, two 3D printers. Yeah. You know, please tell me in meetings or when in a conversation and someone tells you something you don't care about, do you ever say, hold on, let me go 3D print a fuck to give? You know what? No, but I will now. Thank you. Thank you. Just if you say that shit on me, I'm going to be mad. If you if you turn that shit back around, I'm going to be mad. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, Paranorman uh, stars Cody Smith, uh, McPhee, uh, Tucker Albritzi, uh, Anna Kendrick, or Anna Kendrick, Anna Anna. I don't know who gives a shit. Uh, Kate, well, I guess she does. It's her name. So she it's one, can, of, the, she it's one, it's one of the two. I think it's Anna. I think it's Anna okay. Kendrick, isn't it? Anna Kendrick. It's Anna. Uh, Casey Affleck, uh, Christopher Mintz, uh, uh, Piasse, is it Plasse? Piasse? Plasse? Uh, McLovin. That one, uh, yeah, Leslie Mann, Jeff Garland, uh, and, uh, and a bunch of other people. John Goodman's in there for a spell. Um, and, uh, yeah. So we open, uh, we are in, uh, this town, uh, Blythe Danner, uh, named after the mom of Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, we're in, uh, Massachusetts. Um, <laughs> basically Norman is this kid who, uh, he talks to dead people. All right. So it's six cents all over again. Right. And I know what you're thinking. I've seen this before. Trust me. I was there too. Um, you know, he's watching an old movie, uh, with his dead grandma. Um, and the ghosts are all green and, and, and ghosty looking and stuff like that. Uh, and because of his unusual power, he's, um, he's outcast. He's shunned, uh, by the townspeople and it's Blythe Hollow. All right, not Blythe Danner. I, I I hear you, podcast audience, yelling at me. Get the town name right. I'm sure there are paranormal stands. Gonna, I was just going to let it happen. For yeah, me. I'm sure there are paranormal stands out there who are all like you know vomiting because I got the name of the town wrong. It's Blythe Hollow. I understand. Um, anyway, have a drink and just keep listening. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> because of his. Uh, because of his his talents, we'll go ahead and call it. He's an outcast, right? Everyone in the town they don't like him. Even his family, you know, he's got his parents um, and his uh, and his sister and stuff like that. They're all like, you know, you're weird and and and, and all these kinds of things. And and he has a weird uh, uh, uncle um, who uh, comes and sort of tells him. So basically, the thing with Bite Hollow is that it's a cursed town, right? It's cursed by a witch and stuff. And his uncle visits him, uh, and he's like, hey you got to do this ritual and stuff like that, you know, um, because you got to protect the town, you know, like I, I used to do it. Now you got to do it and stuff like that. Um, but then before long, uh, his uncle dies. Um, so Norman ends up, uh, he's in like some school play. It's like a Thanksgiving play or something. Um, it's a, it's a Halloween. It, I, I guess it's a Halloween play. Yeah, but it's like a oh yeah, sorry, not Thanksgiving. I meant to say like uh, like like Puritan pilgrim kind of. They're like uh, harvest like festival, yeah, like witch people thing. or something. Yeah, and so what during the performance of this play, um, he has this vision and like he's being chased by um, these these witch hunters and stuff like that, 
and, and, you know, he comes to, and, you know, he's humiliated and, and, uh, you know, his, his, uh, his, um, parents are, his dad especially is, is super pissed off and just basically grounds him. Um, which I was like, I didn't really know how to feel about, about these parents. Like so many times, especially in movies that sort of have this kind of feel, the parents seem kind of aloof and they seem kind of the mom, honestly, dude, I could have taken or leaving her. Like I, she did nothing for me in this movie. Um, the dad I thought had a cool little arc, but yeah, I was like, am I supposed to like his parents? Or am I supposed to not like his parents? I think yeah. that the, the thing I pulled from, from his, his parents level of interaction is how disconnected they are just from the mm-hmm. children. In general. Yeah. Right. Like that, the, the fact that they weren't involved and also the fact that his mother, there's also that this one thing that's actually a really smart directorial choice where when Norman says, is talking about uh, seeing his grandma and stuff like that. The mom is actually on eye level and the dad enters the frame uh, and you don't see his face. And like, there's this general sense of like his parents just don't see eye to eye. Mm-hmm. on the way to treat Norman. And I think that with the mom, the fact that she was, um, that she was understanding of him, I got that right away. So I didn't need any more from her. She could, she could have just died right there. Anyway, she could um, die. <laughs> she does have that, that cool thing where she's like, she's telling Norman, like, look, your dad's just afraid of you. And I was like, Ooh, yeah. you know, um, so well, she said, your dad's not afraid of you. He's afraid for you. Yeah, that's right. That's what I mean. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, like he, he doesn't, cause like he knows, you know, that, you know, society is cruel and stuff and he's just trying to keep you from it. It still doesn't excuse his actions, but I did sort of like, she's essentially the confidant, um, for, uh, for Norman in, in, in those moments. Um, you know, throughout all this, we're introduced to, um, um, what's old boy's name? Let's say Mitch, Neil, uh, Neil and Mitch, uh, they're, uh, they're brothers. And Neil is this, uh, you know, stocky little, little kid who's funny. And then there's a school bully, um, Alvin, um, who, you know, I thought I had figured out, but I liked what they did with Alvin. I liked how they sort of, uh, roped him into everything here. Uh, yeah. So, uh, we're introduced to all the, all these characters and stuff and, and, you know, the world of the town is, is built and everything. And, uh, Norman is then visited by the ghost. Cause remember Norman can talk to, talk to dead people. Norman is visited by the ghost of his uncle. And he tells him again, he's like, man, you got to do this ritual. And then at first he's like, man, I'm too scared to do it. But then his grandma's like, what does she say? Like, you can be scared, just don't let it change you, or something like that. And yeah, that's you can be scared, don't let it change who you are. Yeah, and that's enough to convince Norman. He's visited uh, in this bathroom by, by by his uncle earlier, and it's a cool scene. And Alvin's in the next stall, hears it kind of going on, and that's when I was like, oh, they're gonna they're gonna rope Alvin into this kind of stuff. You know, he's not just gonna be some random school bully. Um, so Norman ends up uh, going to Uncle's place. And he gets the book from his corpse, and it's like this book of fairy tales. Goes to where the witch that the town hung, you know, years and years back, was buried. Starts reading from it. Alvin fucking sneaks up there and you know fucks with him and stuff like that. So it's Norman and Alvin together, which is a, which is and it makes for an interesting pairing for this moment. Starts reading, 
And then like the coolest effect, I'm just going to say, I think the, we'll just call it the witch storm. Okay. For purposes of this Mm. conversation, Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. witch storm is the coolest visual effect I've ever seen in a stop motion movie to date. Granted, I haven't seen every stop motion film, but out of all the stop motion films we've watched, that's the coolest one. I, and, and I feel like the filmmakers knew it was cool too, because they use this, they, they use this shit out of it. And I thought it was really neat. What did you think of that? That, you know, there's, there's just a lot of things, this movie, that I think are really awesome effects. The, the, the witch's storm was awesome. The translucence of the ghosts was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's like these little, um, auxiliary effects. Like when the zombie hands burst out of the graves, there's like, this green like magical wisp that surrounds them, like all mm-hmm. everything to do with any sort of mysticism or anything like that. I thought they leaned into in a very good and like solid way. Yeah, no, absolutely. And yeah, like talking about the green, like the colors of this, like that I think is what makes it. Cause here's the deal. I wasn't a hundred percent sold on, on the movie. Um, I liked the visual style. I liked how kind of, you know, uh, a kitschy it was, but when this witch storm thing happened and everything following, I was like, this movie's, this movie's fucking rock solid. But the coloring mm-hmm. of that witch storm, those greens and purples, um, just super like classic Halloween, you know, kind of stuff. That's the kind of stuff that makes this, I think this is like a flagship Halloween family movie. Like when, when you're organizing your, your night, your, your movie nights and stuff like that. Like this needs to be like somewhere in the middle where it's like, okay, this is like, this is going to be one of the features and stuff. Uh, more on that. I think, uh, uh, a little bit later. So the witch storm happens in it and, it, and it's the witch or it's the, uh, she strikes the, the book blows a hole in it. Um, and, uh, then the zombies come or do, is it the zombies mm-hmm. come and then she strikes a hole? Anyway, it's around the, the same zombie, time. The zombies show up uh, around the same time that the storm hits. That's right. Because there's this there's this uh, idea that mm-hmm. um, he thinks he's reading in the in the right space, but he's not. Right, right. Um, yeah, so, and then around this time, we have uh, Norman's, uh, her sister, uh, Courtney, uh, she's going over to Neil's cause they're like, Oh, they're having a sleepover. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, Norman's grounded. He shouldn't be doing anything. Goes over to Neil's place. Norman of course is not there. She meets Mitch and Mitch is Neil's brother. And Mitch is just this jacked himbo. Like, yeah. <laughs> and Courtney, he's a himbo. What? He's a himbo. What's a himbo? Like, I like the derogatory term for uh, hot, stu- uh, hot, but like vapid women, bimbo, but it's for a guy. Oh, himbo. Himbo. oh yeah. Okay. I thought you said ham bone. I was like, yeah, he does look like a ham bone. Um, so <laughs> he look, he's, 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 he, he is built based specifically on the, uh, the idea of what makes uh, the male physique attractive. He is an upside down triangle all day. On that, and I don't want to get too much on this just because of what this show's about, but I think the animators did that with almost every, like, 
I feel he, the, the 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 female characters in here are also you know animated in in, in such a way. Um, but yeah. oh no, everything is very suggestive to the ideas of beauty. Yeah, yeah. Um, so and then of course she's immediately smitten by Mitch. Um, she's uh, smitten. Um, and then wow. Uh, she, <laughs> Wow. It's like we gotta go get. So they all they all uh, uh, pile into uh, Mitch's van to go get to go find Norman and stuff. So everything's kicked off, right? We have the zombie outbreak happening. We have this witch storm, and we have uh, Norman and Alvin, uh, and then they're um, <clears throat> met up with uh, everyone else. And then we have the townsfolk, and then zombie townsfolk are fighting zombies. So this is where the movie really kicks up, you know. Uh, this is where we have that, that we were introduced to some of the townspeople. There's that one guy we talked about segment one, getting those, uh, greasy pieces, those chips out of the, out of the vending machine. And, ah, yeah. He's screaming and the zombies are getting closer. He's trying to decide if he should stay. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it was, it was just really great. So, so, so some really cool moments in here and some really genuinely frightening moments, I think, you know, uh, I just, want, I just want to say this too. put it right here out on front street that this is not a movie for the younger, uh, for the younger kids. Um, this is, this is, you don't think so? I don't think so. I don't think this movie for like, for like younger kids, my seven year old daughter. Cool. My four year old son, probably not. Um, okay. So, um, and yeah, so they're, they're on their way and, and, and Norman's like, basically like the ritual didn't work, right? Like if anything, this fucked it up even more. And so he has his classmate, Selma. He get, gets on the phone with her, and she's like, well, everyone knows that the witch was buried in an unmarked grave. You would know that if you paid attention in class, you fucking idiot. And so uh, he tells her to go to the, <laughs> to go to the town hall. <laughs> she is he, giving that fucking idiot uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, energy. Tell, he tell, he, uh, she tells him to go to town hall. You can look at the records. You can see who the witch is built. So they go to uh, town hall. Um, and then, um, we have, again, things are just crazy. Um, a, a straight up riot, um, um, is happening. Um, and they break into the archives, uh, but they can't, uh, locate, uh, the information they can't find. They're going through all this stuff and they can't find where the, um, where the unmarked, uh, uh, grave is. Um, and, uh, Norman ends up, uh, climbing the very top of the tower, um, to read, uh, the, the book, you know, um, the, the ritual book, like just, I guess what, like one last time just to see if, if, if this works or whatever. Um, but Mm -hmm. then she ends up striking, um, Norman again with lightning and then he falls down, uh, into, uh, back, back into the archives. And this is where we have this sort of dream sequence where we see young Agatha, who and this is where this was a like a layer to the movie that I was like okay like I was I wasn't too in it at the beginning super in it for the horror stuff in the in the middle and now here for like the character stuff and like and like for what this all means right like why does all this matter what's the theme here I was like this is really fucking cool so Agatha essentially had the same uh, talent as Norman does and and the town you know back in the day, you know, you got outcasts from the town. Well, you were called a witch and, and hung. And so, and so they did that. And, and he's sort of watching all of this happening. And then, uh, Agatha, little Aggie, uh, she essentially turns into this vengeful spirit. And the whole, the whole deal that we learn about is that the whole deal is every year someone has to go, uh, to her grave and read her a fairy tale, like a bedtime story. And it keeps her pacified mm-hmm. for a year. 
Um, and Norman is talking to, uh, finally talking to the zombies who we thought were trying to attack them, but they were actually trying to like make, make good, make right, right. The mistake that they made all them years back. And he was like, and Norman's like, wait, so all y'all do is y'all read her a bedtime story and you pacify her for a year and then you keep doing it, keep doing it. And he goes, nah, fuck that. Like, you know, we need to do something more. Like I'm going to do something different. And I was like, good on you, Norman, you know? Um, and so they end up, uh, and so now they have to take the zombies to the actual spot where, where Agatha was, was buried, but they have this angry mob. So they have, they have to protect them. <laughs> it was so clever, man. It's a clever little twist on it. We now have to protect these zombies from not only the witch who's up to, uh, who's, who's hip to the game, but to the mob who's trying to, you know what I mean? Kill us and stuff like that. They end up, they end up, uh, uh, getting over there. Um, and they find, even though the witch is trying to hurl stuff at him and keep him apart and stuff, there's a moment where she separates right Norman from everybody, and Norman finds the unmarked grave. It's just cool, like because the witch storm is like this tornado, and like where the tornado points down, like that's where she's buried. And Norman goes and has this fucking like, like vision, and like Wanda vision, like vision, white vision, sort of like, like uh, mind off with uh, with with Aggie, who's this cool looking like video game boss? You know what I mean? Like like lightning. Uh, She's like a lightning creature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And basically, Norman's saying like Aggie. Aggie's like, no, fuck them. You know what I mean? Like just because I was different, you know, they they fucking killed me. Like it's bullshit. And Norman's like, yeah, but you can't like you can't be just like them. Do you know what I mean? Like you know, you have to. You know, you can't you can't stoop to their level and stuff like that. Um, and then, um, you know, she, her and Norman have this connection, you know, uh, and, and she sort of sees, you know, kind of everything that, that, uh, uh, Norman's talking about, you know, because, because of their mutual, um, um, talent and stuff. And because she's actually, she's, she's talking to someone, I think TJ that like fully understands what she went through. And is essentially going through, and the that's same a big thing for her. Going he keeps saying, yeah. "I know what you mean," and, and she's like, "No, you don't. No, you yeah. don't. You could never possibly know." Yeah, and he's like, "No, never possibly." I, I know exactly what 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 you're talking about, you know. And this sort of calms her down. Um, you know, the storm um, um, goes away, and she they have this sweet little moment on a tree. She's like resting her head, like like Agatha is back to like human form, like look at Agatha. She's resting her head on Norman's shoulder and then she fades away. The zombies materialize and then, and then they, they fade away. Um, and then, every, you know, the whole town, they're all cleaning up their shit. And Norman's uh, called a hero. Everyone, everyone likes Norman and stuff like that. Um, and then, but more importantly, and I love this last shot where, uh, because Norman's family, especially Norman's dad, be like, don't talk about grandma. You know what I mean? Grandma's dead. You're not talking to her. Fucking stop. Fucking stop. And there's this moment where the dad comes in. Norman's watching that movie again. And he comes in and he sits down on the couch and we, and we see the, the grandma's ghost. And he's like, is grandma here? And he's like, Norman's like, yeah. And then dad's like, is she? And he kind of motions like she's sitting right next to me. And Norman's like, Norman nods. And he kind of looks and he's like, you know, hi mom and stuff. And in that moment, and it wasn't necessarily played up emotionally. It wasn't even like the funniest thing ever, but it was like, it was so subtle. And I was like, bro, like that dude, Norman's dad's going through some shit too. You know what I mean? And like Mm -hmm. his, his anger, I get what Norman's mom is saying, 
But I think too, it's like, bro, he's probably looking at his kid like, bro, that's my mom, man. Like, you know, don't can't don't, just be dropping. Yeah, yeah, don't be talking about like you're talking to 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 my dead mom. You know, like that's fucked up and stuff. And it was so it was it was so subtle. It was played just the right amount, and it was it was deeply effective. And then, like the last line, all Norman's family comes in. You know, Courtney, his mom, they all come and they sit down. And then, like both Norman's dad and grandma are like referring to the movie, like you know, so what's happening? Or like wanting to be caught up or whatever. And then, and then that's it. And then it ends. Um, yeah, that's that's paranormal. Paranormal man. Mm-hmm. See, I am actually surprised that you haven't seen this movie before. Yeah. Why? I mean, because it's spoopy mm-hmm. and it's yeah, I said spoopy. <laughs> it's spoopy and it's uh, uh, stop act, uh, stop motion. Ooh, okay. Good morning. Um, <laughs> it's stop motion. It is. Uh, it's like all the things that you love. Here's the thing. I and also I didn't. Like, I also didn't know it was stop motion. I'm. I'm I'm willing to bet, TJ, not only did I not see this movie, I don't think I saw damn near a trailer, an image, you know. I just saw like the like the maybe like the poster or like something. This came out I I honestly around this time in 2012, I didn't see like a lot of a lot of movies like in theater. I was just there's there's a lot of movies around this time that I was just kind of like, "Oh, yeah, you know." I didn't even see it's funny because uh, Kim and I were talking about this because we watched this and I kind of told her the same thing. I didn't even see the first Avengers in theaters and that came out. Didn't that come out in 2012? What? Yeah. No, I, I completely missed that. Um, so it was just, I just I didn't, didn't know that. Yeah. I, did, I didn't get to the movies a lot. Um, I was pleasantly surprised with, with, with how much I liked this movie. I, I want to watch it again and then again and then again and then again. But like this to me, it's and it's so crazy because Nightmare Before Christmas, I think, ha- has 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 transcended, right? Like the the film media, it's 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 now like it's its own everywhere. Yeah, it's a religion at, by this point. You know what I mean? But I I was as I was as the credits were rolling. Oh, and the, the end credit sequence is fucking bomb like it, it's 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 cool like old horror looking things and it sets a, a little ghost by the white stripes like a song that is criminally underused uh in in movies um matter of fact i think this is the first movie i can think of that has used it that's used it and it fits so well and like as the end credit sequence was going i was like not only did i like this movie and i was like is this like the new nightmare before christmas like is this i don't know that's a bold statement but like, definitely, I like I, I had I had a better time with this than Coraline. But and you like Coraline too. I do like Coraline a whole as lot. As far as like as but as far as like enjoyable. As far as enjoyable, but also like as far as like what it is, what the spooky season and what these movies around this time of year should be all about. I I'm, I will say okay. I don't know if if the conversation of is paranormal better than Nightmare. I don't know if that's a conversation that can even happen. But I will say. I think an opi- a firm opinion that I have, Paranorman is a better Halloween movie than Nightmare Before Christmas is. I get behind that. And I, and I understand that's and cheating you know. because Nightmare Before Christmas is like a gap movie. It's like both a Christmas and a Nightmare and a Halloween movie. But I think the Halloween stuff in Paranorman, I think. I think we I, also know how I feel about uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. It's not. Yeah. It's never really done much for me. 
Yeah. I mean, that move for Christmas is all style, no substance. This has style and substance, you know? Um, <laughs> I thought it was great, man. Like I say, it, it, it's, it, it's the, if, if you're building a movie night for your families around this time of year or for your friends or whatever, and you're consistent of, of family films and stuff, Paranorman should be like, this is the feature. You know what I mean? Like we'll get like, you know, you know how when you when you line up a movie night and stuff, it's like the first two movies, everyone's going to be coming in, talking, hanging out, eating, drinking, whatever it is. But then that third or fourth, like that's the one that everybody's watching. You know what I mean? So I think Paranorman. I think Paranorman is the perfect kids Halloween party movie. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Which I think that I feel like that is vastly underrated. I don't know about you, but like when I go to Halloween parties and stuff like that, I enjoy there being something something kind of spooky but fun on in the back. Yeah, yeah. You don't you, you want you want something accessible for everybody. You know, you you want it because I'm of the firm belief that just because someone just because someone doesn't like to get scared doesn't mean they can't enjoy the season. You know what I mean? And like, you can still like Halloween. You can still get cutesy with it and fun with it. And you're still Halloweeny. I've talked to, I've, I've spoken with plenty of people I've talked with. I've spoken with plenty of people who like disagree with me on that front where they're like, no, you gotta be scary. And you gotta, you know, the Halloween movies we're watching, they're going to be, you know, these slashers and these gory and, and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, bro, it, it ain't got to be that way. And I think Paranorman is... That's is, not is what it. Halloween's about. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, it's about candy, my dude. Yep. And this it's is... Not the di- it's not the night where murder should be okay. Yeah. Absolutely. It's about them greasy pieces. Um, yeah, it's about these greasy pieces. Yeah. <laughs> what about your rating? What about your rating? Um, oh, sorry. Before we get into that, I did want to say, because I said we were going to talk about this um, on trivia, you know, this being the movie with the first openly gay um character um and even though i you know said my little joke about you know, like that south park episode and stuff i was like and kim made actually a good point she was like but it was so sweet because it was showing like he's not just some asshole you know it's like the reason why he's not into courtney is because he's just not into courtney in that way you know mm-hmm. um but just to, i i like that it was so it was stated plainly you know, he's like, my boyfriend loves that kind of stuff. And it was stated at the very end, this coming out in 2012. And I'm interested to get your take on it. It's like, you know, they, they clearly wanted to do it. It was important to them and that's awesome. But it's like having it be something that happens at the end. It's like, yeah, and guess what? You know, y'all are already here and y'all and, and y'all were watching this character. Y'all thought this character was funny. And then look, here's something else about him. That's cool. Um, yeah, I think that that was it's the perfect sign of like, Hey, there wasn't a big deal about him quote unquote coming out because right. it's like, Oh, she just legitimately doesn't know him enough to know this thing about him, mm-hmm. which I thought was cool. Yeah. And then the other part of that is they didn't make a big deal. Out of it. it was very much just like, Oh yeah, this is factual, yeah. which is, I think it allowed, it allowed it to be what I think representation for kids should be. It's like, Oh, this is just something you learn something new about a character and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, it is what it is. It wasn't made a big deal. There was no, there was no conflict around that person's identity or anything mm-hmm. like that. And it also didn't do the tropey thing of like tele, uh, telescoping or, um, or putting out front any, any quote unquote stereotypical signs mm-hmm. 
they use a queer character, right? No. Because I think that there's a lot of times when they try to uh, when they try to look at representation and they try to give hints at it, right? And he's like, no, he's just a dude who happens to be. And that's the, that's the truth of the matter for, right. you know, all these situations. Right. So, No, I agree. And, you know, obviously, you know, my gaze is, 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 is limited on, on this subject, but I'm just going to go ahead and say, I, I, I'm wondering, it's, it's gotta be refreshing to have, a queer character that is in a movie that isn't about them being queer. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. It's like, you know, it's, it's about all these other things and it's a character who just happens to be, you know, has to be a homosexual character. Like I, I don't know more of that. I think. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Know. That's, that's how representation, um, you know, that's how representation should work. Um, so rating, uh, I'm going to give this, uh, do I want to give it a 10 out of 10? You sure do. Okay. Setting, and then this might not be parameters for the whole spooky season. I well, actually no. Let, let's go ahead and make this parameters for the whole, for the whole uh, spooktacular series rating this. We can, we can either do two separate ratings or we can do one rating, but I do want one of these ratings to be like talking about how it stacks up as a family horror movie. I think as a family mm-hmm. horror movie, absolutely 10 out of 10. Um, this mm-hmm. is, this should absolutely be in your rotation. This can replace, I think this bro, I think this can replace Hocus Pocus. I think this can replace Nightmare Before you Christmas. You still got to play Hocus Pocus. What's that? I think, it would, I think you can replace Nightmare Before Christmas. Before Christmas yeah. I don't know if it can replace Hocus Pocus though. Yeah, maybe not. I put a spell on you. It's a, it a pretty fun time. Um, the sure sale can't replace Ernest Scare Stupid, but uh, any which way. Uh, debatable. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so, yeah, 10 out of 10 for me, I think. Um, and then as far as just the general movie, 8.5 out of 10. You know. Uh, word, word. Yeah. Uh, for me, rating for me, um, I would say from me, because it's coming from me, Halloween movie, family movie, 10 out of 10. Sure. Yes. yes. 100% for all those reasons. I'd say, based on just general movies, I really do like this movie. I think it's paced really well. I think that the set pieces are done really well. I think it pushes the limits on stop motion in like this gorgeous way. Um, I'm going nine and a half out of ten. It's a solid film. It's a solid flick. It is just rock hard. Take what you want from that. Yeah. I agree. (laughs) Uh, uh, Are you going to show this? So every year for Halloween, you you project movies on your Mm -hmm. garage door. Yeah, this will be. Is this making the list? Yeah, absolutely. 100% this is making the list. Good. Now, are you going to play this early in the night when there's very few people? Or are you going to play this like in the middle? This isn't. This is a middle. This is a middle of the middle of the road movie. Upswing of everybody. Yeah. Right? Every so so every, everyone's settled in. Everyone you know watches it and ha- has a good time and stuff like that. So yeah. Now, when you ever you do that, do you ever have extra chairs in case a family just wants to like stop and? Oh yeah, we're lousy with chairs over here. Um, so you know, yeah, if. I mean, we've got folding chairs 
got some more of those Adirondacks. You know what you should do? Hmm. You should uh, you should put out a little table so that the kids can sort their candy before they get back home. Yeah, we should. Well, we we put up we put out a table that'll have like the candy bowl on it, and like we'll make like uh, apple cider um, and stuff like that. We'll bring the fire pit out there, um, roast marshmallows and stuff. Um, a little arts and crafty. Yeah. Smart yeah, it's a good and honestly, man, it, it, it caught on. So I mean we're in a new we're in a new neighborhood now, so let you know how it goes. But in the old neighborhood, I mean, we were kind of trendsetters. That, that was the house to do the thing, right? Yeah, yeah. And then there were some other houses that started doing it too, and it, it just became a thing, you know. So it's pretty cool. I think I think, you know, especially the times that we're in now, and even even when things go back, you know, when, whenever, you know, knock on wood, whenever, you know, I think it's something we're always gonna do you know, um, have the, have the movies on the, on the projector outside. Word. Word. Well, Hey, I think we did our first episode of Spooktacular. Sexy wind sounds. (laughs) That was on pitch, bro. (laughs) I know. I tried. Um, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Roman Watch Kitchen. As always, one, thank you so much for, coming and listening to our show uh you know we are we're rounding in on the end of season two which is crazy to think about right that we have like what maybe nine ten more episodes after this and then we're done with season two what Mm -hmm. um but here we are and we are here because of you and because of you we want you continue to uh, contribute your ideas uh we're looking for recommendations for our our holly jolly holiday uh, season Christmas movies or Thursday and Christmas movies that I know you laughed at the holly jolly holiday, um, <laughs> holly jolly holiday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if there's anything that y'all think that we should be watching, if there's any suggestions, what does your family watch? We'd love to know all these things. Let us know. Uh, please make sure that you hit us up on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. You can uh, also uh, send us an email at grownmanwks at gmail.com. That's grownmanwks at gmail.com. You can leave us a voicemail by going to your show notes and hitting leave a message, which will take you to our anchor page, which you can hit leave a message, which you can leave a voicemail for us, which we will get a notification in our email that you have left us a uh, audiotronic message with your gorgeous voice on it, and we will listen to it. And we'll be like, praise be the sun for this individual in our lives. Um, as we start to move into the holiday season, everyone, let this be a public service announcement. We understand that there are many variants out there. We hope that all of you are vaccinated. We understand that you want to spend time with your friends and families, and we hope that you get to do so. We just hope that you do so safely. So please, please, please take care of one each other. Uh, please, please, please take care of one and one each one <laughs> take care Ooh, of each other. The tongue there, huh? One and for all. Yeah. Yes. This Yingling said, Hey, guess what you've had? A long day. Mm-hmm. It hit me in my face. Um You had a ling day. Please take wow, what does that even mean? <laughs> I don't know. I just know that if, if I worked for Yingling and they said, Hey, write us a copy, I'd be like, When you have a forget long day, have a ling day. You know what I mean? That's fire. Just don't um, look at me like that. Don't, don't, you, 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 you. It's, that's that can't fire. Get bro. you fired. That's, that's that get you fired. That's, that's what that is. <laughs> that's fire. Okay. Um, anyways, no, um, you know what, Jordan? 
I appreciate you and your creativity. You know that you're a fantastic human being, and I'm not taking anything away from you. Um, oh, damn. All that being said, please take care of each other. Stay crispy. Stay crispy, y'all. And talk to your friends like Catch that. Catch y'all. And, and, <laughs> yes, and hype up your friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we'll, t- we'll see y'all next time. Jordan, I have a question for you. What? Which would you rather come back as? A ghost, a zombie, or an ancient spirit witch type thing? Ooh, uh, not a zombie because like that's like everybody being, wants to kill. Yeah, it's like yeah. coming back as a fruit fly. Um, ancient witch spirit type thing. I think there's too much responsibility. Just let me be a ghost, man. Let me be a ghost. Let me sail through walls. Let me hang out. You know, stuff like that. What's the first place you're going? Uh, the pit. All right. You know what? That's not what this place is called. You said that you weren't going to say it anymore. You promise me. You know what I don't like? What? You know what I don't like? What? When promises are broken to my face. Did I say promise? That's what I don't like. Did I promise? You said, when we do the old Jordan out, the new Jordan uh, doesn't say things like the pit. Well, but then when I think you the said, Jordan, yeah, I think he's, no, I think maybe you said, when, when we do the old Jordan, you said, <laughs> but uh, he, he gone now, everybody. Jordan gone. <laughs>